Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Muggle's Guide to Hogwarts, where we are exploring the Harry Potter series with the ultimate muggle, someone who has never read the books, never seen the movies, and never intended to do so until we started to record this podcast. That's Becky. It's me. Welcome to season three of the podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. We've, uh, we've done two whole books. So we've read yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And now we are starting or about to start mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. I'm super excited. This is one of my favorite books, and I think it's highly regarded as one of mm-hmm. the best books in the series. So I'm really excited for you to jump in. In my opinion, this is where where like the overall arching plot really starts to take off. Okay. Uh, and so it's fun. And okay. Get you into it. Cool. And it has a cool title. You think so? Well, yeah. I like Azkaban. I'm never not going to think of Arkham's Asylum when I read Azkaban. Maybe, maybe once I actually read it, but it just sound has just that cool. They sound similar. Yeah, it just has that like cool prisoner. But like in my mind, because of Arkham's Asylum, it feels more like a institution. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see if that influences my predictions. Well, we know what Azkaban is, right? You've heard of Azkaban before because it's in it's in the second the book. Second for a book, hot second. Mm-hmm. But I think they just take, oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, it's Don't been worry. too we're gonna long. We're going to do a refresher <laughs> quiz later on. <laughs> they take Hagrid to Azkaban, right? And he's like, follow the spiders. Yeah, when yeah. he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they take him to Azkaban. So we know it's a prison. Yeah. But we don't know anything really about it. Correct. So I'm excited to get in. Anyway, before we jump in, I just want to give some context to any new listeners that might be joining us for season three. So in A Muggle's Guide to Hogwarts, we are uh, joined by Becky, who has, for most of her life, really enjoyed not being a part of Harry Potter culture. (laughs) She hasn't read the books. She hasn't watched the movies because she had a really strong religious upbringing uh, that prevented her from reading anything that had to do with witches or watching movies that had to do with witches and wizards. And anyway, so Becky hasn't ever read these books. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're going through them. And as we're going through them, Becky is trying to make very detailed predictions about what she thinks is happening and is going to happen based on some information that I give her. So kind of how we lay out the structure of this podcast is we usually uh, talk about a couple of chapters uh, to begin with. We'll do like a fun game or activity. And then at the end, Becky is going to make her predictions for what she is then going to read in the next week. Yes. Yeah, that's the general structure general structure <laughs> another another thing you should know about becky is just i want to say this because you brought up arkham asylum is becky is a huge batman fan <laughs> it's like she's not a harry potter fan while well, we're trying to make her one but she is a huge batman fan so if there's any listeners out there that really <laughs> like batman becky probably knows as much or more than you do about batman it's like the opposite of me like i don't know batman very well yeah but anyway You ready to jump into this? I guess so. Yeah. 
So it, it feels a little weird because I haven't read anything of the book yet. Usually we come into an episode and I've read like three-ish chapters or we've read it together. And um, I'm coming in blind here a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to ask about if you had known anything about it or if you've seen any snippet of the movie, but it sounds like no. What I know about the third installment of Harry Potter book slash movie is that people really like it, that it's kind of, like you said, regarded as one of like the best or better books and movies. Um, and that they got like a different director for the third movie and it has like a whole different tone. Um, and I do know, I do have to admit, I do know that it has to do with time travel. Okay. Which is really exciting because you and I both really like time travel stories and kind of like picking it apart a little bit or, you know, how talking you, about the mechanics of it. How do you know that it has to do with time travel? Uh, I think it's, I don't know. I've just picked it up from people hmm, talking. Interesting. Is that going to ruin it that I, that I know that at all? I mean, that's kind of time travel is kind of like a big reveal. Uh, oh, really? At the you know closer to the end of the book Mm, okay but i would say for the for most of the book you don't really know about it it's not it i don't think it becomes really important until later on like and even when i think of this book that's not really the main thing that i think of okay okay it's like secondary to the main plot yeah but yeah i do like to pick time travel things apart because it's, it's tough so to do. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's hard to do well. There's always a a loophole that can't be explained. I mean, I think we had like an hour long conversation about the last time travel movie we watched. And I was trying to convince you that it was like a sound <laughs> argument. And you were like, but what about this? And I was like, no, you just have to like believe that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever. That we like, we like time travel stories. We like heist stories. I wonder... I think we should write like a time travel slash heist story. That would be intense. What if you could time travel to steal the artwork before it was, I guess that wouldn't really, I mean, I don't know. That would be cool. All right. We'll talk about that and figure (laughs) that out later. Yeah. Okay. So you know that it has to do with time travel yeah, in some Sorry way, that, but that's that it. ruins it a little bit. It's, I don't think that ruins everything. You'll probably pick up on it as you're going through mm. there's like little hints okay throughout the book and you'll probably pick up on but it. you think i should like not focus on that as like definitely the main don't. theme of the book okay definitely don't it's it's a part of it but even when i think of this book i don't think of that immediately okay is anything else anything else you know uh no good I, not that i well, don't that's, think so that's great i felt like you knew some things about book two and you knew some things about book one. I guess they've been around longer. Like, and mm-hmm. I, I think you knew about Dobby from book two. Yeah. I'd seen Dobby. Dobby's a like a clip of Dobby or something. Yeah. He's and, like a big character. And so I'm glad you're coming into this with almost no knowledge of like what actually happens. That's really good. That's yeah. exciting. Okay. So this book is called Harry Potter and the prisoner of Azkaban. Based solely on that title, what do you think this book is about or what do you think the main plot point is? 
Okay. I was thinking about this and we know that there's a prison or there's a prisoner. So like, what would these kids have to do with this person stuck in a prison? Mm -hmm. One other thing that I've heard that I don't know if it applies to this book at all. So I'm just kind of like drawing a conclusion or drawing a, uh, connecting a dot that might not exist, but it's the only way I can kind of like come up with an answer to this is that when we were watching the second movie with our friends, Kate and Dave, uh, my friend Kate is a lawyer and she works for the innocence project. So she like works to get people, uh, out of wrongful convictions. And she mentioned a class about wrongful convictions in Harry Potter what so i she did that while we were watching yeah, the second she did movie? that and then like i think oh, you no. and dave like immediately like stopped or you were like no 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 <laughs> so i don't i'm thinking because it's this prisoner thing that maybe there's a prisoner who was wrongfully convicted and the kids are trying to work to get him or her out mm, okay that is the only, I guess, connection I have. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if if you guys haven't listened to our bonus episode for season two, we released it like last week or two weeks yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. really recently. And uh, it's, it's a fun one. But we watched the movie Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets with two of our friends who are really big Harry Potter fans. Yeah. And they had such a hard time <laughs> not talking about spoilers throughout the rest of the series. Like we had to constantly remind them <laughs> not to do that. I'm sure that's really hard. Yeah, it is. I know. I think, I think they did pretty good. I just like, I, I kind of just barely caught a muttering of that. And then you guys were like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't even know what I had heard, but like now that I'm like thinking about this prisoner thing, I'm like, oh yeah, she said something about a class in law school. Interesting. So, so, you, so you think it's about helping some prisoner that's been wrongfully convicted? Yes. From Azkaban. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. Have you ever been arrested? <laughs> no. Have you ever gone to prison? No. No. <laughs> have you? No. This is a good We're good boring. point in our relationship to have this discussion. <laughs> Six months from getting married. Yeah. Let's, I feel like I knew the answer uh, to that question. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> let's uh, make sure we haven't. I just don't have records. Sure. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've, I have not. So generally, you've gone through the first two books. What are your feelings as you go into the third book, as you're continuing the journey and really kind of getting into the meat of the series? What, uh, how do you feel? What are, your, what are your feelings about this? I think I'm the most excited for this book just because of like what we've talked about. Like the story seems compelling. I know the, the books get a little more complex and a little darker. So I feel like we're starting to turn that corner a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're still pretty young, so I'm not quite sure how dark it's going to be. Um, I think it's also interesting how... Like I'm making more and more Harry Potter references now. Like as I have more information, like we'll just be like, you know, going about life and like something will remind me of Harry Potter. And I'm able to make those references now. And before, like you probably wouldn't make them or you would make them and be like, you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's been like more and more like didn't just the other day we were like 
on the couch and some someone's name something was like tm something or someone's name was something and i was like tm tm morvolo like i, I was like Wait, Tom Morvolo? I still probably messed it up, but I made the connection that I never would have made before reading that last book. Yeah, and you're doing that all the time now. It's yeah. like you're whipping out the Harry Potter references left and right, and it makes me so proud. Oh, and so does happy. It? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, every once in a while, there's something that sparks something in your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a reference on TV or something like, like even that tm that was not related at all but you just saw tm and it made yeah, you think of, i think we were doing a crossword puzzle actually oh, just those letters okay. were together okay yeah but you've you've done it a bunch now and I'm, I'm really happy about that but i'm also like i feel more comfortable making harry potter references and like so in the past whenever there'd be a harry potter reference i pointed out like that you don't understand that reference yes. and it make you feel bad about it um well try but, but, but is, you didn't care Sorry, go ahead. And I was just going to say, now, when there's a Harry Potter reference, I actually try not to point it out. To see if I do? No, because I'm worried that it's going to spoil something oh, in the future. See, and that that's what I was going to say, is that, like, it's interesting because I have, like, what, two-sevenths of the knowledge mm-hmm. now, but there's still a lot I don't understand. So, like, I mean, like, my Instagram feed, like, will, like, Harry Potter stuff will pop up on it. And I kind of have to, like, try to scroll past it because I'm not sure if it's going to be a spoiler or not. Um, Every once in a while, I'll like see something that I know is safe and I'll like read it or whatever. Um, There's some funny things. I saw one this past week that was like, (laughs) it made me laugh a lot because it was, it was uh, things that Americans thought were Harry Potter related, but they were really just British. (laughs) And some of them like, over half of them I didn't understand. Like, it must be things we haven't, like, yeah. seen yet. But it was, like, like the prefect. Remember how I was confused about a prefect was? Mm-hmm. They were like, no, that's just an, a normal British yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, there are a couple other good ones on there. But there was, like, some weird, like, food and stuff that I didn't know what they yeah, were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, like, kind of trapped in the middle. Like, I know some things. I don't know other things. I'm actively trying to not know the things I don't know. <laughs> well, and something that happened the other day was our friend Tyler invited us to a Harry Potter trivia. Oh, yeah. And we were like, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we could actually go and participate. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't go. Yeah. There's going to be way too many spoilers. Yeah. I don't even know why we considered it for a second. <laughs> you could go, but I was like, I can't go. Yeah. <laughs> We're stuck in this weird place where I can't point out references anymore because I'm worried about spoilers. And you're like avoiding spoilers where in the past I would do it all the time Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't care. Right. Yeah. Interesting. It is really interesting. So to get into the spirit of Harry Potter and to get you thinking about Harry Potter a Mm -hmm. little bit. I came up with some trivia questions about book two. And when I say I came up with it, I actually came up with like one or two of these. And okay. then my colleagues at work came up with a bunch. Oh, too. really? So yeah, it's a good collaborative quiz. Okay, cool. I feel like my quiz last season was way too easy. So this is probably easy, but we'll we'll give it a shot. This is good because I feel like I, you know, it's been a few months since yeah. we read book two. And I feel like I just forgot Hagrid's name. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like I need a brush up. 
you're still everyone listening she's still new okay she's <laughs> it's been a while she's still picking this stuff up but it's been a while okay we're gonna go through some trivia questions are you ready sure question one mm-hmm. what is Voldemort's real name we were just talking about this yes it's tm yeah what's that stand for T.M. Riddle, mm-hmm. Tom, Tim, Tom, Tom. Yeah. Tom Marvolo Riddle. Yes, Tom Marvolo Riddle. And then rearrange those letters, spell out, I, I am Lord, Lord Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah. So is his real name, would you call that his real name or like his past life name? Because to me, his name is Lord Voldemort, right? But that's like. Yeah. And he probably considers his real name Lord Voldemort too, yeah. but yeah, sorry, that's his, that's his given name, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Got that one right. Good. All right. Question two: What heals petrified people, or what makes petrified people unpetrified? The um, mandrake juice. Yes, they have to brew like a mandrake potion. Yeah, because they were just waiting for these baby mandrakes to, exactly. <laughs> to grow up for which like took, six months. Which took all year. <laughs> <laughs> all these people are just missing half their sophomore they, year. They couldn't have just like called someone and been like, do you have any? Yeah, yeah, they, Hey, they do you have any wait. ripe mandrakes? Yeah, they had to wait all year for yeah. the mandrake draft to be made. Draft? They draft. called it a draft? I think so. Don't they call it like a draft? Maybe it's, I don't think they call it mandrake juice, but. No, because I think I got that confused with poly juice, but mm. maybe, maybe it was like a mandrake tea. You're right, though. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. I count that one. All right, question three. What is the name of the car that they drive to Hogwarts? Ford Anglia. The Ford Anglia. I finally got it. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, question four. How does Harry free Dobby? Oh, in this really weird way. I mean, it's different in the book and the movie, but this podcast is mostly focused on the book. In the book, he puts the journal inside his gross, stinky sock and gives it to... Daddy Malfoy, what's his name? What is his name? Nope, not Snape. Uh, Lucius. Lucius. Nice. Malfoy. And then Lucius hands it. Oh, yeah, and then Lucius is like, this is a gross, dirty sock, and then doesn't hand it. He tosses it. Yeah. Right? A Dobby. No, just tosses it, and Dobby catches it. Mm. And he's like... Master, I'm free. How does he do it in the movie? In the movie, I think the sock is like placed inside the journal because the journal is like a more regular. It's not like a pocket journal. (laughs) I don't really understand how it worked in the book. (laughs) But um, yeah, he puts it like inside and same thing. He tosses it and Dobby catches it. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Where is the Chamber of Secrets located? Underneath the school. Right? How do you get to it? Through the bathroom with the crying girl. What's her name? 
moaning myrtle. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a little snake emblem sketched into this pipe. And you got to go through the pipe. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's miles good. under the school. They're miles. They're miles. always miles They're like under underneath the, the lake outside. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is... Do all, sorry, do all like final battles take place just underneath the school? Because <laughs> that's what happened in, in two out of two, two books? books so far. They're just like, let's just go underneath here. And you're just going to have to wait and see, I guess. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Okay, next, next question. How does Harry kill or destroy the projection or illusion of Voldemort, young Voldemort? Oh, he stabs the journal with the tooth, the snake tooth, basilisk fang. Wow, you're remembering all of this. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah, he stabs it with this tooth, which has this really potent venom Mm -hmm. in it. And... uh, and it he destroys the journal, which then destroys. Yeah, yeah I remember the, this because I think I said last book my favorite character was the journal, like mm. what it kind of took on and represented, and how it how this object became a character. Harry was also stabbed by one of the basilisk fangs. So how did he not die? Because old Foxy, old Foxy came and cried on him. Old Foxy. Yeah, I know it's just Fox. But he came and cried on his wound and yeah. it healed him. And and Voldemort was like, dang, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. And that was actually that was actually my last question was, what is the Phoenix's name? Fox. Fox. I like Guy Fox. Oh my goodness, you did so good. Thank you. I was I I'm really surprised that you got all this. And you even remembered how to pronounce Ford Anglia. I have to be honest, as I was saying it, I was like, wait, is it Anglica? Like, I still (laughs) have that. I still have that urge. I don't know why. Mm. It's okay. It's never going to come up again. Oh, well, ruin that. Okay, are you ready to get into predictions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the way we handle predictions in this podcast is I give Becky some information. And actually, in this season, I'm switching it up a little bit. So Mm. I'm going to give her the three chapters that she's going to be predicting for. And I'm going to give her the names of those three chapters. I'm also going to tell her the main characters in that section of books. So I'm not separating it by chapter i'm just going to give all of the relevant main characters in those three chapters kind of combined and then i'm going to give her the important locations in those three chapters and i'm adding one more thing i'm adding important other pieces of information so important curios important tidbits uh if there's like an item or object that's important or if there's really important piece of information uh, that's like kind of plot driven. Really, there might not be any way for you to predict something like that. So I want to throw that in so you can add that into your predictions in some way. Okay, that that works because I feel like you've kind of been doing that with characters anyway. It'll be like an object or mm-hmm. an animal and you're like, this is kind of a character. I don't really know where to put this. So like things like the journal could have been in important curios right. category. Right, so I'm making okay. a, a another category 
just to help, especially in these first couple of predictions, it's really hard to to make any sense of what's going to happen because you don't know what's going to happen. And typically we found out that in these books, the plot takes a while to kick off. So I'm going to give her all of that information. And I want you guys listening to keep in mind that I'm I'm doing my best here to break down the characters and the locations. Uh, A lot of times there's a lot more characters in these sections, but I'm picking out the most important ones that are kind of driving the plot. And the same with the locations, kind of the most important locations that have some significance in the plot or in those three chapters. So there's lots of other locations. There's lots of other characters, but I'm not necessarily including them here for the prediction section. So just keep that in mind. Are you ready to hear everything? Yes. Okay. For your very first prediction for Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, chapter one is called Owl Post. Chapter two is called Aunt Marge's Big Mistake. And chapter three is called The Night Bus. The characters are Harry Potter, Uncle Vernon, Hedwig, Errol, Aunt Petunia, Dudley Dursley, Aunt Marge, a huge dog, Stan Shunpike, Sirius Black, who is mentioned in this section. He's not a character that shows up, but he's talked about. And Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge. So those are the characters. The locations are, there's only three that I picked out. Uh, One is the Dursley's home. Two is the night bus. And three is the leaky cauldron. And for the important curios, I have a Hogsmeade permission slip. Okay, are you ready to make your predictions? Yeah. Chapter one, Owl Post. So we know that owls carry messages and, you know, there's this theme at the beginning of each of these books about letters getting to Harry, right? So I think Harry's going to be getting lots of mail now that Dobby's not around to cut him off. (laughs) Um, I hope Dobby's not doing that anymore. Uh, So... He's going to be getting mail, maybe from his friends, maybe from Dumbledore. I don't know. But he's back at the Dursleys. Why did I think he wasn't going back to the Dursleys anymore? Well, you had a big problem with him going back at all. Right. Because they're super abusive. Maybe because he spent some time at the Weasleys last time. I was like, oh, good. Now he can just live at the Weasleys oh, yeah, during maybe the that summer. Was it. Yeah. I thought he wasn't going back there, but I guess he's back there, which really bums me out. But maybe things have changed a little bit. Like maybe he's starting to get a little more confident and maybe Dudley's not bossing him around anymore. Maybe Dudley is like a little bit scared of him now. Like hopefully he's not like locked in a room with his owl locked in a cage. Like maybe he's getting a little more freedom, probably not out of respect, but probably out of like fear. I don't know. I don't know. I hope he's doing okay, but I'm sure he's still got like, you know, the summer blues a little bit being away from Hogwarts and away from his friends, which are like the only, the only place he can like be himself. But I don't know. Um, so he's hanging out there and Aunt Marge comes to visit. Now, I don't know who Aunt Marge is, um, but I 
am going to guess that it's Aunt Petunia's sister, which would make it also his mom's sister. I don't know that that really checks out. What's his mom's name? Lily? Lily. Lily. That's right. Yeah. I don't know that that really checks out, but I'm trying to like what her big mistake is. I'm just wondering if like, because we still don't have a ton of information about his parents and his like backstory. And so I feel like we're going to have to start to fill that in as these books go on. So I am wondering if she like lets out a big family secret or something like some big thing that Harry didn't know. Um, Oh, I think she brings her big like Great Dane or whatever to visit. So it's like Aunt Marge, big Great Dane. They're all in the Dursley house and she lets out some big horrible family secret or maybe it's not horrible, but maybe like Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia like react horribly. And he's like, F this. I got to get out of here. So I think Harry runs away now that there's no Ford Anglia to come rescue him. I think that Harry's like, got to get out of here. Peace, guys. I'm going to take. I actually forgot about the Hogsmeade permission slip. I'm going to take the Hogsmeade permission slip that the owl gave me. I'm going to go ride the night bus. So he runs away and he uses this permission slip to get on this magical night bus, which I kind of picture like medieval times meets public transportation. <laughs> okay. Is that is that fair? Does that work for you? <laughs> um, Anything can work for me. So we're like the bus driver, maybe it's like wearing some a suit of armor and there's maybe like some cool fanfare when he gets on the bus. Maybe they serve like turkey legs or something. <laughs> You're thinking like <laughs> medieval times. Yeah, <laughs> but on a bus. That's fun. Uh, so he gets on this magical bus and he's like, I think he has to make it to the to Diagon Alley, right? Because that's where the Leaky Cauldron is. Or is the Leaky Cauldron the bar that leads to Diagon Alley? Yeah, Leaky Cauldron is the bar. It's the like bar, one of the entrances to Right, okay, so it's like the portal yeah. to, to the magic world. Okay, so he takes the night bus there because he's just trying to get back to like something he knows, something not abusive. Maybe Dumbledore told him like, come on down, you can hang out here for the summer. I don't know. But so he has to go to the Leaky Cauldron and he's like, oh man, I need a pint. <laughs> Or whatever British people say. Just kidding. He's like, what, 13? Yeah. But maybe this is where Butterbeer comes in. Maybe he goes to the Leaky Cauldron on his own for the first time. Because every other time he's been with Hagrid, right? And he like tries to order a drink. And they're like, you're a kid. And then they give him Butterbeer. What's the drinking age in, in UK? England? Yeah. I don't know. It's 19, maybe? It's... Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's not 13, though. Definitely not 13. Okay, so he, maybe we get Butterbeer for the first time. He's at the Leaky Cauldron, and I think he's, every time he's there, it's like this, I don't know, collection of meeting characters who become important later, right? Mm, Okay, okay. (laughs) Like, we met, um, what was the guy with the turban? Quirrell. Quirrell. Professor Quirrell. Yes, the first time. And then we met 
the fancy pants guy. Uh, I don't remember. Lockhart. Lockhart, the second time, right? No. No, he was in the bookshop. Yes. He was in the bookshop. You're right, you're right. Okay, but my prediction is, because we just have this habit of meeting new professors, that we're going to meet Dan Chunpike. Okay. Who's the new professor of, what's, Defense Against the Dark Arts? That's it. Arts. That's it. Dada. Yeah, that's it. Nice job. Um, Because they had to replace him again, right? Because Lockhart had to flee or mm-hmm. go somewhere else. I don't yeah. know. So this new professor is having a beer with Cornelius Fudge slash Willy Wonka because that's always how I picture him now. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing that maybe he overhears something about Sirius Black since you said that it was that he's mentioned, but he's not there. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to say that, I'm guessing that he's an extremely important character. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time Harry's going to hear about him. And I'm trying to figure out the name thing because, as we know, J.K. Rowling and her names, Sirius, I think, means like dog in Latin or or wolf. You know, Sirius XM, like their logo is a little dog. And mm-hmm. I think Sirius means dog or wolf. I don't know. He kind of sounds kind of ominous. Um, so maybe he's a werewolf. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. That's what I got. That's amazing. Okay. You forgot one character. Who? Errol. Oh. Who do you think Errol is? Haven't we met Errol already? We, we might have. I don't remember if he's in the second book. Do you have any any idea? I don't. He's an animal. I don't know. He's okay. a mouse. All right. <laughs> well, that was oh, awesome. No. Thank you so much, Becky, for that prediction. Now we're going to go read those first three chapters of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And we're going to be back next week to discuss it, figure out if her prediction was true, talk about what she got wrong, and make predictions for the next three chapters. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We really, really are excited to be continuing this journey through Harry Potter. Please go share this with your friends. If you know anybody who likes Harry Potter or anyone maybe in Becky's position that hasn't read Harry Potter before but wants to or if you want to force them to. Uh, Or if you know anyone that wants to kind of re-experience the series through the eyes of the ultimate muggle. uh, It's always a fun thing to share. Yeah, I've I've told, you know, obviously I've told friends and co-workers about this and stuff and they're like oh it's like a like a book club podcast and I was like I didn't ever really quite think of it like that but you could use it as a book club podcast yeah <laughs> you're right it kind of is I mean we're reading it I mean it's taking us a long time to get through the book but yeah. we have a website it's called amuggle'sguide.com we also have an Instagram handle I think it's at muggle'sguide and a Twitter uh, handle which is at Muggles Guide Podcast. One think, of those. Maybe switch it, reverse I think, it. I think, yeah. Switch it. That, scratch switch that, it, reverse it. it. Really won't go. 
please go follow us for more information if you want to keep up to date with everything that's going on and uh give a leave a review give us five stars wherever you're listening to this podcast it really really helps uh when you give a review and when you recommend this to other people thank you guys so much uh we will see you next week when we're talking about these first three chapters bye bye Thank you.